0: Good morning. hope everybody's doing well today on this beautiful Thursday morning. Be careful out there. It's supposed to be a hot day today. It's supposed to be up to 92, I saw. So and then it's supposed to cool off a little bit through the rest of the week and uh, weekend, if I understand, mid to upper 80s. So uh, there you go. You've got your pastorly forecast for today. So Hopefully that will uh, make you feel a little better about yourself and uh, dress appropriately and be careful out and about and doing what you got to do, wear plenty of sunscreen, and uh, just be prepared for a hot, hot day. And uh, that's one thing you won't ever hear me do is complain about the heat. I love summer. I love the heat. Now you will hear me whine, moan, complain, and kick and scream like a two-year-old toddler that uh, didn't get his way when the wintertime comes because I hate it and I despise it. You, I can't put into words how much I hate cold and how much I hate winter. They're just, I just not have words to express it. It is up to me. I, I wish uh, me and my family would just move off to a deserted island somewhere where it's nice and warm and hot year-round tickle me to death. So, <laughs> but, uh, oh, well, maybe I can book us on a... Uh, was it uh 3 hour tour 5 hour tour whatever it was and uh <laughs> like gilligan and uh so who knows well i didn't really see anything uh, exceptionally different in the news this morning. I always try to address some uh, current event uh, before we start our devotions and uh, didn't really see anything that really stood out other than the fact the controversy over the mask thing. And, of course, I addressed that last night and uh, right before I started preaching. And, uh, you know, I, I understand uh, the side of, you know, of feeling like you're the government trying to silence you and trying to control you. And I, I, I get that, trust me. I get that, but whether you think it's real or imagined, the virus is there. I mean, you know, it's, you know, uh, recovery rate seems to be pretty good, seems to be. Uh, There are a lot of people who have died. I just saw this morning a doctor who uh, fought it and recovered and he's talking about how bad it was. But just keep in mind, there's a lot of people out there, you know, not everybody that wears a mask is some compliant sheep uh, just doing what the government says, some of us, like me, have a lot of health issues. and We have to wear the mask. And uh, Now, I do agree um, with uh, Dr. Siegel on uh, Fox News where he was talking about, um, uh, you know, the government doesn't have the right to force you to wear one. No, I, I think it should be up to our individual choice. I don't think that's something that should be forced upon our, our personal, uh, uh, you know, our liberties, whatever you want to call it there, but, you know, it, that should be your choice. And, uh, but, uh, you know, just keep in mind, you know, just, uh, I the thing. what bothers me are those out there with the arrogance uh, to uh, poke fun at us, uh, those that uh, uh, do choose to wear a mask. And I guess that's where I get a little frustrated uh, because I am far from a compliant sheep uh, just doing what the government says. And I get so sick of, you know, well, what's next, being loaded up in boxcars? I mean, come on, guys, it's, I just, that kind of crap really ticks me off. But uh, but anyway, you know, you do what you gotta do, and I'll do what I gotta do, and we all just get along. How about that? I think that would work just fine. I am still flabbergasted at the uh, lunatic who uh, decided to lay down in the middle of the street uh, yesterday. <laughs> Wrote, said, a peaceful protest of one... <laughs> And uh, Sullivan County, who rode in the road, BLM, and uh, the guy, poor old guy, you know, just doing what he was told to do clean off the street, and his nut job laying in the middle of the street. And uh, she said, It's a sensitive topic that no one wants to discuss. You know, guys, I mean, come on. and I've said this before, and I don't want to sound like a broken record, but everybody's got to see opportunities in this land. I mean, everybody, the heck, like, uh, blacks were slaves yesterday I mean I, there, there's oppression and and uh, genocide and I mean come on I mean this whole liberal narrative is bull hockey and, you know you have affirmative action you have uh, uh, all black colleges you have programs set up for I mean this is the insanity of, of acting like it uh, uh, you know uh, that blacks don't have it as good as anybody else and they're being held down as a as a lie. Uh, there, you know, it is. They have just as much opportunity as anybody else does. If you want to work hard to achieve it, you can. And I'm so sick and tired of this diversity bull. I, I saw an article David Schwimmer from Friends said, "Well, I apologize that we wasn't more diverse cast." I'm so, like, I'm just, you know, to me that is racist. That is just pure racism because you're only having someone there on that show or on the workplace based on their color. That is racist. If you are qualified for the job, and then, you know, who gives a rat's backside if it's an all-black cast, if it's an all-white cast, if that's what the what the imagination of that writer has come up with. I've seen plenty of all-black cast shows I thought were hilarious. I've seen a uh, uh, Friends was predominantly white. It was a funny show. It was a popular show. You know, it doesn't matter. If you are qualified, then go for it. If that's what it calls for, go for it. But to intentionally uh, hire someone based on their color without uh, their uh, ability to do and perform that job, that is racist. So I don't know. I just, I'm just like most of you. I'm just up to here with it and just sick of it. I really am. I am just so tired of it. Well, I must just let it go. <laughs> anyway, let's go ahead and let's stand and let's do our Pledge of Allegiance, my friends. Let me get this set up over here for those who may be watching on the website. All right, and let me stand here. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, One nation under God, indivisible with liberty and justice for all. Tell you what, I love this country we live in and uh, praise God that, uh, you know, there's a lot of, you know, uh, you wanna talk about oppression. You know, you look at all around the world, uh, there's a lot of people, despite whatever color they may be, are oppressed. Christians who are being tortured and murdered uh, because they dare to uh, speak up and speak out in regards to Christianity. Uh, Many in the in China who uh, you can't even have a Christian funeral uh, without being arrested. Uh, So you know we live in a great country, and uh, you know it's very interesting when you talk about slavery. You know uh, you think they'd be protesting against. Africa sold their own people into slavery. I don't really get that. But, you know, I was reading an article yesterday about uh, the Irish uh, and uh, how they were brought over in in boats, uh, white people uh, who were slaves and how they were, in fact, if they would uh, even behead them, uh, they would hang them up by their hands and behead them and put them on spikes as a warning for any who would try to escape. Uh, that uh, that the blacks were too expensive and a lot of times they would sell uh, whites into slavery. And, uh, you know, I really forgot about that. Uh, when you, know, you get a chance to look that up about our slavery, it's, it's kind of a uh, eye-opener. Uh, you know, it's it's a sad... Uh, you know, it's, well, no matter what color it is, you know, it doesn't matter. It's just that there's been evil acts throughout our history. I mean, there's just no... Uh, you know, that, that is sadly... Uh, That has happened, but praise God, look how far that we have come and we have progressed, that we have equal opportunity, whether you're male or female, whether you're black or white or Hispanic, you you have the ability to achieve success in this world where you would not have that ability in any other place in, in this world. This nation provides those opportunities and those freedoms to succeed and to go far. That's what's great about capitalism. You have the chance to to, uh, to maybe start out in a small business, to make it grow into a big corporation. If you want to be a CEO, you can. If you want to be a teacher, you can. If you want to be a doctor, you can. A lawyer, you can. It is, uh, and, and you have the opportunity to grow and, and to make money in this nation. And uh, unlike socialized medicine, where everybody gets the the same rate of pay, high taxation. Uh, there's no, it kills incentive. Uh, praise God, we have that incentive uh, today. Uh, Miss Joy Lovelace, a very sweet and wonderful lady, her and her husband both I think very highly of. Uh, she said, if everyone just knew our history, all this mess wouldn't be happening. Amen, Miss Joy. I, I agree completely, utterly, and totally uh, with that statement. That's the problem. They don't know their history. And uh, like I said before, if you, they, they run on emotion. And if you try to discuss with them uh, logic uh, and you discuss to them uh, the reality and the truths of what really happened in our history, they think you're trying to confuse them. <laughs> That's It's insane. I mean, you know, it's just, uh, and it, it like I said, there, there's never going to be a point where um, you're going to be able to appease these people. They are never going to be satisfied. They're never going to be happy. Uh, so you know what? We just need to start standing our ground and say, listen, no more. And of course, they think they can shut you down by calling you a racist. That's that's what the uh, the go-to, uh, if they don't get their way, then you're a bigot, you're a racist, you're a hate monger, you're judgmental. That's that's the same old bull we see pushed out uh, from the liberal left. If they don't get their way, they kick and scream. And they think if they name call, then they will shame you into silence. Well, guess what? All right, so I've done as many preachers doing that today. All right, so if you look in your Bibles, the like Second Peter chapter one and uh, verses nineteen through twenty-one this morning, let me bring that up so y'all can read along uh, with me. Let me get over here and get this pulled up on the website. Uh, again, 2 Peter 1, verses 19 through 21, we have also a more sure word of prophecy, whereunto ye do well that ye take heed, as unto a light that shineth in a dark place, until, that d- until the day dawn and the day star arise in your hearts, knowing this first, that no prophecy of the scriptures of any private interpretation, for the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but the holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost, and as me old pappy always said, "Bless this reading and the hearing of it to our hearts." You know, friends, uh, you know one reason why I discuss current events. You know, you would, some people may say, "Why does he discuss these things during a devotional time? That should be Scripture only. That should be, the, you know, that he should be discussing mixing." Uh, uh, politics uh, with the Bible. Well, my friends, you know, um, I read to you about the Black Robe uh, Brigade, the pastors who had to speak out politically against things that were wrong, and uh, many were arrested for what they said. And you, sometimes there are areas uh, that we deal with that uh, deal, the Bible directly deals with. And politics and the Bible often go hand in hand. I know that a lot of people don't wanna hear that, but it just goes back to what I was talking about last night. Most people, when it comes to God's word, only want to hear those things that are warm and fuzzy. All they want to hear about is grace, forgiveness, love, which those things are true. We we serve a benevolent God. All those things are true, but they don't want to hear about God's wrath. They don't want to hear about the abhorrence of sin. They want to justify sin. They want to make light of sin. See, that's what I was talking about with Charles Spurgeon said, those who make light of Christianity make light of Uh, the cross, make a lot of suffering, make a lot of hell, make a lot of those things, and they don't take it seriously for what it really is. Hell is real, as I was discussing about last night. It is a very real place. And if you don't know Jesus Christ, Lord and Savior, you will spend an eternity there. So people don't want to hear those things. They don't want to hear things that make them think. They don't want to hear about politics. And they don't want to hear what God's word says in, in relation to that, because then it may go against their sensibilities. It may go against uh, what their worldview is. And if that does that, then, oh, no, that, that, that brings them under conviction. And see, there's so many, that's a problem with too many preachers, they don't want to preach conviction of sins and the need of a savior and the need of Jesus Christ and the re, and the reality of heaven and hell. So that's why a lot of preachers stare away from that because they don't want to offend people. But here's the thing, you know, when you look at God's word and you, you know, I'm you know i not talking, uh, I, I, don't, I, I don't like to say who to vote for. All right, let's put it that way. But You cannot look at everything that the liberal stands for and see how every single thing that a liberal stands for is in complete contradiction with God's word. And see, that's what brings us to this passage today. What we're discussing and talking about Uh, are those things that uh, have been prophesied in God's word, all those things that have been fulfilled uh, throughout scripture, time and again, even Jesus, 750 years, uh, Isaiah uh, was uh, talking about what Jesus Christ was gonna have to do on the cross to atone for our sins, 750 years before Jesus Christ uh, fulfilled that prophecy. See, those in society, in culture, uh, don't think that God's word applies to today. They think they're too sophisticated. They think that God's word is too simplistic uh, to uh, uh, to make uh, to understand to what's going on in this world today. I was reading a story about a um, uh, professional actor uh, who was um, narrating uh, the Bible, and he was going to different colleges. And uh, when he got to the point to where um, uh, talking about Jesus Christ and what he was having to do to suffer. Uh, for our sake, uh, to be nailed to the cross for our sake, that those kids at the university were mocking and laughing and saying rude and crude things. And we see that today, do we not? Do we see that um, uh, individuals out there, whether it's on social media or whether it may be face-to-face, whether it be in a rally, what do they do? They laugh, they poke fun of Christianity you know, you can't help but think of Noah and how he, well, over the years of building that ark, how he was made fun of, how he was mocked, called names, called insane, all these things. And and you know, in re, you know, if you look at that, you know, I mean here, this man's building a an ark in the middle of a huge boat in the middle of a desert. Uh, you know, I'm sure people didn't think look twice. I think, man, I don't know about this cat, You know, but uh, but when those rains came, and they were screaming and they were drowning, and God shut that door it was too late. See, that's what's going on right now. God is giving ample opportunity for people to come to know Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior. He's given them time to turn to him. They're laughing, they're mocking and, uh, at our, our convictions and what the Word of God says. And, uh, and one day when we are raptured out of here, they're going to be crying, they're going to be screaming because then it's too late. You know, this is nothing new. Throughout all generations, uh, there have been those skeptics, those who would have put down God's word. Even during Jesus' time, you know, we saw that uh, very thing happen. We see it more prevalent uh, you know, after the age of enlightenment and the industrial age, we've seen that more and more progress uh in our own uh society in regards to the rejection of the Bible and the rejection of Jesus Christ. Uh and it is sad that people think that. And you know, and really we see more of this skepticism. Uh, among the millennials, that's uh, the age group from 1985 to 2002 age, uh, because uh, they have seen a lot of Christians react in in cold and me- hearted ways, uh, very mean. Uh, they've seen pastors uh, that have uh, uh, rejected the truth, who have either turned to homosexuality or have uh, robbed the church. I mean, literally stolen money, uh, tuck up in affairs with her secretary, and and you know things like that. Uh, and so they they have become very uh, you know, skeptical when it comes to the things of God's word and they don't believe in it. They don't trust it because based on the actions of so many Christians. And that's why when, uh, we present ourselves as Christians, uh, that's why they automatically go to judgmental hate filled uh, all those things is what they want to. Uh, and that's why they want to tear down the Bible because, and sadly it is true, they have grown up in a world where, uh, People have really damaged uh, the name of Christianity. Uh, you know, we've got uh, these lunatics uh, from Westboro Church, which they are truly lunatics, and I, and you know, I, I, you know, they are uh, far from anything being a Christian. And they're a cult like, they're loons. I mean, to sit there and protest uh, soldiers coming back from war, you know, and, and the the hateful things they have said towards uh, homosexuality. And, and, you know, and I don't agree with homosexuality. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it's, you know, it's contrary to the word of God and what God's word says. But it's their, their attitudes and actions uh, that has has driven people away because they think they're Christians and they're not. That's not representative of Jesus Christ at all. That is not representative uh, of God's word at all. So, you know, the point is here, my friends, we're, we are in a time that culture, society does not regard God's word as holy. You know, they don't regard it as uh, um, uh, the... Uh, Efficient, sufficient word of God. They don't regard it as um, uh, you know as, as non-contradictory. They don't regard it as truth. They don't regard it as that. They think that it is archaic and does not apply to our society today. And that's why you know sometimes I you know well, in the mornings I talk about current events and we dive into God's word because sometimes you know why well, not sometimes but a lot of most of the time. Uh, we can point to God's word to see how to deal with what's going on in today's society. And it very much applies today as it did 2,000 years ago when Jesus was walking this earth and he was quoting the Old Testament then while the New Testament was being written. We see Peter, while well, he's reading this here in 2 Peter, uh, you know, he saw uh, the glories of what happened you know here peter had denied jesus three times but then uh he saw that jesus did rise again from the dead he saw these things and we know that this is truth truth is not relative just because you don't want to believe in that truth truth is truth it is static it is there it is it is the foundation of our beliefs in god's word so within a world where christians are hated uh, alternative lifestyle jo- uh, uh, choices are glorified. You know, that's a bad thing. That we're in. We're seeing the age where good is considered evil and evil is considered good. I mean, we're right there in it, people, whether you believe it or not, we are right there in it. And so we need to make sure we're presenting ourselves in a godly Christian way, that when we are confronted with those things we know are contrary to the word of God, that we're representing. Remember, we are ambassadors for Christ. What does an ambassador do? He represents, he or she represents that nation. We are representing Jesus Christ. We need to stand our ground. We don't compromise with the world. We don't don't compromise with our convictions. We don't make light of sin. We don't justify sin. We can still show love. We can show uh, a caring attitude towards other people. We can stand firm on the gospel of Jesus Christ without compromising on our convictions without compromising what God's word says. See, I think some people, they confuse that. They think by showing love, then therefore they have to accept the sin. That's not how it works. God hates sin. He abhors sin, but we still need to speak the truth in love. And the people in the society and our culture today who think that they are too sophisticated for God's word, that it's too simplistic for them, uh, are lost. They are blind. The God of this world has blinded them. Right here is the answers. Right here is the answers to equality. Right here is the answers to racism. Right here is the answers to how to treat women properly, to show respect for men to uh, to be the head of their households, to how to treat their children, how to treat their wives, and how to for wives to treat their husbands. Right here, my friends, right here is the truth of what you need to, is your guide on uh, even just, even the golden rule itself, how to treat others how yourself want to be treated. Right here is our God. And when you get away from this, when you toss this to the side, guess what? It is chaos. It is anarchy that we are seeing right now. My friends, this is the cure. They're looking for answers. Tearing down statues ain't gonna do it. Destroying history is not gonna do it. And giving in to these uh, uh, these these socialist ideas this marxism this cancel culture is not going to solve the issues this right here is what's going to solve your issues is jesus christ god's word the only thing that can create make us a new creation only that can change the hearts and minds the lives of this world to put away that hatred and bitterness and wrath and have forgiveness is god's word This is just as applicable today as it ever was, despite what society may try to say to the contrary. So, my friends, let us present ourselves in a way that will uh, be representative of Jesus Christ. You know, I think that most people are in agreement that the the lady at the Elizabethan rally acted like a lunatic despite what might have caused her to, to act that way. Uh, you know let's not have those kind of attitudes and i know she's regretting it now big time uh, but uh based on what i read uh, in uh, in the news uh, interview but uh um, let's be that you know remember we're the only bible some people ever read let's make sure we are being represented as we're being that light to the world of darkness in fact let me see here i want to thought of a verse here before i close i think it was first john 3 Three, Hold on a second here. Um, yeah, let's see. If you look at First uh, John 3, uh, verse 18, it says, My little children, let us not love in word, neither in tongue, but in deed and in truth. See, so it goes directly to what I was talking about. And hereby we know that we are of the truth and shall assure our hearts before him. For if our hearts condemn us, God is greater than our heart and knoweth all things. So remember, particularly verse 18, that neither, that not just in, neither in tongue, but in deed and in truth. Make sure that's how you're representing Jesus Christ. You're not giving lip service, but in your actions, you're demonstrating those things of Christ. Because remember, we want to draw people to Jesus, not repel Jesus people from jesus and uh it's a we got to make sure it's a fine line sometimes but we got to make sure we're being that light in the world of darkness and standing for what is right for what is true let us pray therefore, our lord we thank you love you and praise you uh, lord thank you for this beautiful day thank you for another opportunity to spread the gospel message lord help us each and every day to uh, demonstrate a loving attitude let us always make sure that we are being a true ambassador a representative. you, Jesus. And Lord, let us be that light in the world of darkness. And Lord, let us uh, stand firm on the word of God, but speak the truth in love and to uh, be a witness to those around us. And Lord, for someone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let him pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Lord, uh, pray that you will bring healing upon our country, peace upon our land. Lord, uh, pray that you'll touch the hearts and minds of the people of this nation. Let them come to know you before it's too late. Lord, be with our police officers. Protect them and their families, Lord. Please let our officers know they are needed, they are loved, and they are appreciated. Lord, we'll lift up uh, uh, Sister Christ, Kim Penix and Wendy Lee, I pray she'll be with Jennifer Simpson, bring healing upon her. This young man, Nate, uh, this uh, this uh, football player from Daniel Boone High School, she'll bring healing upon him and strength for him and his family. Uh, Lord, I pray that you'll be with David Linda Feathers. I pray that uh, you'll be with Mister Merv, Mister Roger Winters. And, uh, Lord, I pray that you'll be the Ronald Thelma Thompson. And, Lord, let's pray that uh, uh, you'll be with our president, that you give him proper wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, and uh, give protection about him and his family. Lord, let us serve you well each and every day. And, Lord, we thank you and praise you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Our well, friends, I appreciate you all watching this morning, and I trust and pray that you all have a good, fun, safe, and fantabulous day today. And uh, don't forget, if you want to share these devotions, you can find me out right here on Facebook at Doctor Young 77 If you don't do social media, or, well, you obviously do or you would not be watching, but if you have friends or family who don't, I'll put it that way, uh, you can find me on YouTube at Dr. Matthias Young, and, uh, or they can always find them on uh, the website here, uh, on our uh, church website, flbconline.com. But uh, don't forget, if you haven't already, uh, subscribe to the Yonk Young Chronicles podcast on Apple iTunes. You listen to all the devotions, all of our sermons and podcasts, audio only as you're going out and about your day. I hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last because one day it will be. Thanks and God bless.